0: Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. And, hello and welcome to episode number three eleven of Mets Musings. Hope everybody had a great holiday. We were back once in 2018, now we're back. Again, hopefully we're going to pick up weekly soon, but uh, still not a lot happening around the world of baseball. The Mets have been like the most active team lately, then that's hard to believe because they've really done very little, but um, they, have been, they have made some signings. The last time we were together, we talked about Jay Bruce. We've got a couple of more signings to talk about tonight, so we'll get to that, but let's kick it off by talking about Jeff Wilpon and Sandy Alderson, and they spoke to the team's beat writers during a luncheon and uh, said some things that, uh, you know, they say they feel the pain, uh, Jeff Wilpon, of the the fans, he gets where they're coming from, and uh, the uh The payroll could be in flux. It could be $10 million less than it was last year. It could be even less than that. There's no concrete line to go up, he said. I never heard of running a business that way, but, uh, you know, who knows? But um, he, he says that he knows and understands what the fans' perception is. I understand the fan base's frustration, Wilpon added. We have the same frustration, not only myself, but the rest of the baseball department and the rest of the staff here at the Mets. We certainly want to win. Wilpon also weighed in on next year's free agent class that is expected to include Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Josh Donaldson, and perhaps Clayton Kershaw, and said the players the men's pursue will be determined in part by the overall team structure that the baseball department determines. I, I guess the whole brunt of this is that uh, they don't know what they're going to do with, with the money, that they had the extra money. They're not necessarily going to reinvest it in players. And that he feels the pain of the uh, the fans. I, I don't think he does. I don't think they totally understand the frustration of the fans. I, I think he said all the right things. Uh, but to them, it's a business. Look, if they can break even, they're happy. And... Uh, And that's it. I mean, that's the bottom line. And, and you you can fault them, but it they look at everything differently than the fan does. We as fans, we want to win. and We want to have all the best players on our team. And they just don't see it that way. They just want to put fannies in the seats. And they probably know if they put out a halfway decent product. They can put those fannies in the seats. And, and that's why sometimes there's not that big push. Now, the philosophy that they're using to wait and see what happens with these free agents philosophy seems to have caught on around baseball because nobody, very few signings, I mean, some of the top free agents are still out there available. Moustakis, Hazma, Frazier, they're still out there. Uh, Kane just signed, Lorenzo Kane, just signed with the Milwaukee Brewers. He's really the second of the biggest, the big top ten free agents available this year to sign. The other being Jay Bruce, who the Mets signed. And, of course, we, we... Don't look at it as a sexy pick because he was here last year with us. So it's just like we're getting somebody back. But uh, he was rated as one of the top ten free agents available this offseason, and the Mets landed him back. So I don't know if it's a resetting. Owners are resetting, trying to reset the marketplace to get the prices down because they're getting out of control they're getting crazy or or what it actually is but there's just not you know they just don't want to pay guys for seven eight years and in the last three four years of a contract that long they're not getting the production that they're paying for and typically that's the higher end of the contract so you want to pay a guy that, that uh, maybe earned the money in the first half of the contract, but the second half is like nothing. You know, he's playing. You're paying him an exorbitant amount of money. He's not producing enough. So uh, a lot of shorter contracts and certain agents and certain players are going to uh, hold out, and it'll be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks what occurs. Because, you know, Boris, uh, Scott Boris, the agent, is uh, well-known for keeping his guys out. And if you ask me, he screwed a couple of them big time. Uh, Stephen Drew, he, he, I thought, he got a really bad deal f- because he could have uh, took a qualifying offer and uh, didn't, and nobody signed him. And he lost all of that time, lost the money, and eventually signed in, I don't know, June or something for a lot less than he could have made and never made that money back. So uh, it's something to consider there, friends. Boris, but Boris likes to get the top dollar for everybody, and he's the top agent in the game right now. So a lot of teams are getting to the point where they do not want to bother with him. So we'll see how all of that's going to play out as we uh, move along. But other signings, um, Jose Reyes is back. He signed a one-year deal for $2 million, and a little over 500000 in incentives if he hits certain goals. And uh, Josh Smoka was designated for assignment, just so you know that. And let's see. Adrian Gonzalez was signed by the New York Mets. And he said on a conference call last week that the team uh, told him he is to be the starting first baseman the season. There is somewhat of a defined role as far as starting amount of games. Uh, adding that he'll serve as a mentor of sorts for Dominic Smith during spring training. Uh, Gonzalez said Smith has a beautiful swing that can generate a lot of power. He said all the right things. He said his back is... Uh, doing very well he is stretching more doing water aerobics and his conditioning instead of heavy weights and that his back is uh, doing well and that's interesting because of course everybody was doing weights and now they're not so uh, maybe we're we're finding a new trend in fitness for baseball players uh and uh, in the last since our last show Jay Bruce was signed officially uh and uh in, reintroduced to the New York media and he again he said all the right things he seems very happy to be back his wife seems happy that they are back in New York and um He's going to play some first base maybe, and he's going to play right field. And I'm a little confused with the whole Adrian Gonzalez deal because if the idea was to get Bruce to play first base a little bit, if Smith is struggling, now bringing in Adrian Gonzalez, they take that out of the equation, and to me it looks like – smith is going to triple a i mean i can't see how they can keep him here and gonzalez and have gonzalez sitting on the bench if he's hot just doesn't make any sense so to me uh it's pretty clear that um Dom Smith is probably heading back to AAA. Now, the question is if he has an excellent spring and Gonzalez struggles, do you cut Gonzalez and keep uh, Smith and let him play? And then what happens if he struggles? Then Now, you've gotten rid of the guy that you signed to... to <laughs> to uh, bring in to replace him so it's kind of a messy situation here what happens if they both have great spring trainings then you got to go with the veteran i guess but can you afford to have dominic smith on the roster when he can only play one position and he hits the same from the same side of the plate as the guy the starter i it it's a little head scratching why they uh um why they did that. But they do have a, a plan, I guess. At least they keep telling us they have a plan. They're not too uh too quick to reveal it to us. But at least they have a plan. Uh, The Mets have avoided arbitration with eight eligible plays agreeing to 2018 contract with Jacob DeGrom, Travis Darno. Juris Familia, Wilma, Wilma Flores, Matt Harvey, A.J. Ramos, Hansel Robles, and Noah Syndergaard. The lone holdout is right-handed Zach Wheeler, with whom the club has exchanged arbitration figures. Wheeler is seeking $1.9 million and was offered $1.5 million. The two sides can continue to negotiate, but if they are unable to find common ground, arbiters will begin holding hearings on January 29th. Um, Zach take the one point five and be happy after the two years that you've been off and the performance last year, and I know you struggled a little bit. you had some issues again last year. Take the one point five. It's only four hundred thousand dollars to go through all of this arbitration nonsense is is crazy for that amount of money. So take the money and run and hope that your arm comes back and then you can demand a lot more somewhere down the road. Because it's it's crazy to fight this for that least amount of money. All right, let's take a break uh, right here and come back in just a few after these messages. Looking for great Cardinals talk? Then check out Conversations with C70. My name is Daniel Shofta, and I talk with some of the great bloggers on the Internet today about their teams. It always goes back to the Cardinals. Find the latest episode on my website, wwwcardinal 70com or at baseballpodcast.net. Did you know that Baseball PhD can be heard on BaseballTalkRadio.com? Our shows rotate with other top baseball podcasts. Now don't forget, that's BaseballTalkRadio.com. With us, we'll help you get a PhD in life through baseball. With BaseballTalkRadio.com, you'll hear the rest of the excellent universe of baseball podcasts. 516-619-6341. 516-619-6341. One, six, six, one, that is the comment at Mets Musings at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash Mets Musings, and the Twitter handle is at Mets Musings 1. With all the Mets news, it is the news from around the world and around the corner. Here's Gary Mack. Okay, a little blurb about uh, Michael Conforto. He is doing nicely in his recovery. No setbacks, according to Scrappy Sandy. Everything's going as planned, but his schedule is such that I don't expect him back until the 1st of May. That's not good. The season starts on March 29th. We need him back before that, but I understand. Let him get healthy. Let's not... Let's not uh, rush him back as much as uh, we need him in the fold badly. We need the offense. We need the, um, the defense. We need everything. We need Conforto back. He's a, definitely a stud and an all-star, and we need him back in the the uh, lineup soon, so hopefully uh, they can maybe uh, he'll he'll progress more and show a little bit more and be back before May first. Uh, the Mets have a new department, if you will. They shook up their medical staff, if you remember, over the off season, and they now they have a director of performance and sports science. Uh, his name is Jim Cavallini. He spent the last three years working for the United States Army Special Operations Command, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. He was named to the newly created position this past Tuesday. Also, Brian Chicklow was promoted to head trainer, replacing Ray Ramirez, who was fired after the season. Chicklow was previously the assistant trainer, and Joseph Golia is the new assistant trainer. Cavallini will oversee athletic training functions, physical therapy, mental skills, strength, and conditioning, nutrients, and sleep management, according to General Manager Scrappy Sandy Alderson. Uh, yeah, we know that a lot of guys, uh were hurt last year, and uh, I just heard today, and I don't know how true it is, but they never had an off-season throwing program for the pitchers, which is something that's unbelievable to me as a layperson that they wouldn't have a plan that these guys went home with. It just seemed crazy. It's crazy to tell you. But uh, apparently that's what uh, was said today, I heard. And now they're going to have that with this new medical staff, with the uh, uh, pitching whisperer, uh, Mickey Calloway as manager, and Dave Island as the new pitching coach. Maybe they're going to get a little bit more professional. Maybe they're going to get a little bit more professional. Reality based, and and be able to take care of these guys better. You know, we we know that Syndergaard has uh, gotten away from the uh, heavy weights and and is getting more flexible. Apparently, uh, the same goes for Cespedes, supposedly, who was working on his elasticity and flexibility. He had a lot of leg issues last few years. Of course, last year was the famous uh, photo with him pumping—I don't know—eight hundred pounds of weights or something with his legs. Ridiculous! Uh, it just tightens you up and makes uh, makes it tough. So um, we'll see. A new philosophy in training, a new department of medical science, and and uh, maybe that will keep. Sandy and uh, the manager from making all these pronouncements on medical training. Now they will have somebody else to go to. Uh, More unified. He'll be like a liaison type of guy. And uh, we'll see how it all works out. This is the future. This is how a lot of teams are doing it now. And the Mets are getting uh, behind the curb. uh, Or getting on the wagon, I should say. Uh, with this, so we will see um, what this all brings about. Let's see, I thought I had a a story here about the, oh, yeah, here we go. The Mets announced that they uh, have nine minor leaguers that have been invited to spring training, uh, which officially begins February 12th. Peter Alonso, first baseman, PJ Conlin, left-handed pitcher, Corey Taylor, right-handed pitcher. He's a relief guy. Conlin was used in relief, um, but now last year went back to starting. So we'll be uh, eager to see what they have planned for him down the road. Uh, David Thompson, third baseman. Tim Tebow is going to be in uh, Major League Camp. He's going to sell tickets. Uh, Drew Smith, the guy they got in the Lucas Duda deal, who apparently they're high on, uh, right-handed pitcher. Kevin Kissmarski, an outfielder. Patrick Mazika, a catcher. And Adonis Yusita, a right-handed uh, pitcher. So those are the minor leaguers that are going to be in camp. And uh, Met's first base best first base prospect, Peter Alonzo, who will be in camp, is number seven on MLb.com's list of the top 10 first base prospects in baseball uh, MLb.com's Jonathan Mayo said Alonzo is the highest riser on the list and wrote the following: Alonzo entered his first full season of Pro Bowl. Nowhere near the top 10 first baseman list, even though he had hit very well during his summer debut following his second round selection by the Mets out of the university in Florida. That's when he played in Brooklyn, but then he showed there wasn't an, that wasn't an aberration hit his way to double a with a very solid hit and power tools showing up. Of course, uh, he will likely begin the 2018 season in double-A with Binghamton, of course, his defense is a question, but he is, uh, has been working on that this winter. Check out the interview I did with Peter Alonso a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of episodes ago. And uh, you can check that out at MetsMusings.com and take a listen. He seems like a nice young man and a hard worker and could be just what the doctor ordered for the Metzies. Uh Right-handed pitcher Jason Bradford, who the Mets designated for excitement was uh, claimed by the Seattle Mariners right hand pitcher Kevin McGowan who was designated for assignment to make room for Adrian Gonzalez cleared waivers and has been outrighted to AAA Vegas The Mets will saw or the Mets are are in the midst of signing Ty Kelly to a minor league contract, according to uh, metsmerized Jacob Resnick. Kelly, 29, spent 40 games with New York in 2016 and 2017 before he joined the Phillies organization last April in 109 career MLB games. He has a 211 batting average with three home runs and 21 RBI. He has played in 907 career minor league games with a 280 batting average, 45 home runs, and 408 RBI since being drafted by the Baltimore Orioles in the thirteenth round in 2009. Kelly has played most of his minor league career at third base and second base while also spending time at each outfield position. So not a not a not a bad little guy to have around on the team. He's one of those fillers that uh, works out good for a team and you need some guys like that sometimes. So, uh, Ty Kelly's in. He he's probably more of a filler for uh, Las Vegas than anything else at this point in his career. But um, at least he's going to have a chance to play baseball still in a, in a professional organization and probably at the uh, uh, AAA level, I would guess, and maybe get a shot to come to the big club uh, if they need some help. And finally tonight, the Mets are ready to grant 50 cents or 50 cent another chance at throwing out the first pitch. In 2014, the Queens na- native was scheduled to throw out the first pitch. 50 cent very loosely performed the act of throwing a pitch, and his pitching ability became laughing stock on social media. Because the internet is forever. On Monday, 50 Cent reflecting on that moment with Newsday's Neil Best. He was able to joke about himself. Listen, no one warned me. No one said risk versus reward. I would have kept my expletive in the stands. This is never going away. And if you remember, it was really bad throw. It's on YouTube. I'm sure you can find it if you really want uh, to... Uh, to look for it, and he just wants another chance, and the Mets uh, seem willing. They tweeted out, Hey, at 50 cents, we heard you're ready to redeem yourself. Here is your invite to throw out a first pitch this season. Toss a strike this time. So, 50 cents, 50 cents, whatever, however you say it, however the kids say it nowadays, is gonna have a second shot at throwing out The first pitch, and I hope this time he gets it near home plate and doesn't bean anybody in the stands. But uh, it's a good thing they're extending the netting because with him, you never know where the ball is going to go. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Um, Hopefully, there'll be enough news to put together a show for next week, and uh, we will try to do that and be back on our regular Thursday night spot. And we'll try to iron out this uh, so we can go live video. But uh, until then, until next time, remember to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go next.